what's up everybody uh shit i didn't have anything clever to <laughs> hey, oh there we, there we go hey harrison you got a minute oh my god that, that's what they said in the thing oh my god I know. Yes. oh my god it's like i'm in your room right now even though i'm totally not <laughs> Yeah, see, you know what's sad? I probably should have come up with all that minute while we were sitting here preparing. I should have come up with something clever to say, but I didn't. <laughs> well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mr. Yeah. Action in the house, yes. What's up, Mr. Action? And anybody else who is watching like live or watching afterward, thank you guys for tuning in. You are watching the Folker Entertainment Podcast, number 145. Yeah! And you know, and dude, oh, I'm so happy on this one. I, I was so worried, like... We got to to Saturday night. I'm sitting there like, fuck, what are we going to talk? Or if we, this is only going to be a Hawkeye episode. We're going to be talking. It's going to be a really short episode. <laughs> it's like, no. And and then sure enough, I start, I, I get ready to go to work and I look at my phone. I'm like, holy crap, there's a fuck, <laughs> there's a Spider-Man trailer and it's, it's glorious. Uh, what we've been waiting for all along since 2018. Oh, and it's, and it's a part one. It's not even, it's a, it's I not know. even going to be. I, I know. Maybe uh, we'll find the real Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm, hope, I'm hoping Mary we're gonna. Jane. I'm hoping we're gonna find so much more than that. But but anyway, we'll, we will talk about that in a moment. Uh, we also have yeah. We have, so you guys yeah. We have that Spider Man uh, trailer. I don't know. First look trailer. We, I don't know. It's like a thirty second like clip of the movie. I guess. It's oh, not really a trailer. Mr. Action, Mr. Action, bold words already. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, better than No Way Home. Greater than No Way Home. Already. And I'm I'm a sucker for some good animation. So maybe, maybe you're right, but... Um... Oh, but... oh, the hell with it. We're already, we're already doing it. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. So... I don't know, Mr. Action. Are we going to get evil Spider-Man? So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and start off with that. No. <sighs> well, well, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You go ahead, Harrison. I'm gonna I'm gonna find the part in the uh, trailer where that I that actually pertains to that. Yeah. So I'm going to specifically say that Spider-Man uh, 2099, the uh, delightful Southern American gentleman whose name escapes me. I don't think he is evil. He will have a legitimate reason for attacking other Spider-Man. He's going to be trying to defend something. But mm -hmm. there might be another evil Spider-Man. Um, I don't know who it would be. If it's not Man-Spider, I'll be upset. Um, okay, well, you know what, Mr. Action? Okay, No Way Home has has no Penny Parker. As so far, we don't know if this has a Penny Parker either. Mm. Like, all we see from this is we've seen, uh, guaranteed we get Gwen. We get Miguel O'Hara, which is twenty ninety nine, and then uh, yeah, then there's Miles Morales. But we did we haven't seen Peter B. Parker. We haven't seen uh, you know Spider Man Noir. There like there is no penny. So for all we know, they may not even be there. I will admit, I don't know if we're gonna. I would think it's probably a high chance we're gonna get Penny Parker and the gang back because that is such a the gang like the first one's such a like get the gang together movie. And like mm. that gang is kind of a real heart of that film. So I think we're going to see Spider-Ham and Spider-Noir and everyone turn up. I, I'm sure we'll see like cameo roles perhaps, but I would personally, I would really more like to see. So I would like to see this kind of thing. So we, it looks like uh, they're going to be playing around with like multiverse, you know, mm. jumping. Because we see Miguel O'Hara with one of these things. And then we also see uh, it, earlier in the trailer, we see uh, Gwen with one of those too. 
Mm, okay, uh, interesting. Yeah, like if you look at this at this opening part where she sits down on his bed, she has like you can see that on her wrist. She has one right there on like oh, on her left wrist. Point. Ah, so yeah, hmm. so yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree. I don't think Miguel O'Hara is the bad guy. I just think it's gonna. It, but it's going to be if they're, if they're gonna do a get the band back together, then maybe they'll do the other Peter, like the 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 white one. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the the old the old fat white one. But um, I I don't think that they're gonna end up doing like the entire team, like because if only because yeah, it's gonna it would cost a lot of money to get all those characters back or to get those people back, like the actors back. Yep, you're right. I, yeah, Nicolas Cage isn't cheap. And so at that point, I'm like, you know what? If they do it, it'll it'll just be for like a split second where they during the fight they're gonna fight through the noir verse or maybe the the Spider Ham verse or something like that. Mm. Interesting. So I'm looking at what you're saying, Mr. Action. So one, you said it was announced that the characters will return. Okay. So now I think, yeah, it's more of an argument of, is it more of a small cameo? Might be that they run through people's dimensions. It's Marvel. They can afford it. Yeah, but Sony can't. Sony Mm -hmm. is different. Exactly. Um, And this is is being done primarily by Sony. And Mr. Action also said maybe Doc Ock Spider-Man will be the villain. So I assume he's in Superior Spider-Man. And that's, that's an interesting idea. I like that idea. Ooh, I kind of like that idea too. Like, I would be, I'd be really down for a, uh, yeah, like a Doc Ock, or well, yeah. So a, a Superior Spider-Man, or let's see, a uh, Man Spider. We we talked about it all the time. <laughs> like, I would be, I'd be down for that kind of thing to happen. Or Spider Carnage. Those are those are all it's equally, yeah, yeah. Those are all equally great uh, things that they could do. Spider Carnage might also really fit into uh, what Sony wants to do with their kind of Spider Verse thing. That exactly. Be- I mean, um, they, if they wanted to, they could put Venom in this. Yeah, I, uh, ah, Mister Action. So when you say Tom, which Tom? We talking Tom Hardy? We're talking Tom Holland? E- either. <laughs> do you think either of the, uh, Tommy H will be? No. Nah, nah. Tom Hardy could be. I I wouldn't put them on. I wouldn't put Sony past having a Venom or an Eddie Brock in this, an animated one, but maybe with Tom Hardy's voice. I could see that. Um, I could also see a, a Carnage with Woody Harrelson, his voice. That would be fun. An animated Carnage. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Uh, one thing I'd be down for, because we get to see if we are going to do a bunch of multiverse stuff, I'd like to see Miles Morales change his animation style, because it looks like in this weird... I guess it's supposed to be Dubai, or or not, du- uh, not Dubai. It's supposed to be uh, somewhere in India. It's supposed to be, like, I think Mumbai. Oh, okay, I think that's right. Yeah, so... Sorry for anyone if I just offended anyone right there, but yeah, my but the reason I say that is because like I guess when he does the whole thwip thing, now it has it in Hindi. Like, oh, it, very interesting. Okay. Yeah, like uh, here, if you watch the second he falls into this world, he's gonna he's gonna thwip, and it's gonna it's gonna be in Hindi. And th- there we go. Oh wow! Ah, oh, this is do you know what that detail is? Why Mister Action is correct that this is gonna be better than No Way Home. Yeah, I think it will for, be for for a nerd like me. I think that's it because I did have that when I first saw this. Like I just saw the animation styles change, and I was like, "Ooh, shivers down my spine." Art nerd got all happy. I'd be cool to see. Well, it'd be hard to do a live action one, but if they wanted to, like a split second where he he like swings through the live action verse and is Miles Morales in live action, how cool would that be? <laughs> that would be quite good. The only thing is like the upheaval that would happen at whoever they cast. Is that Miles Morales? Like, oh, it would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm well. Again, if it was me, I would just not take the mask off. Just have the voice actor, like, have someone to 
in the costume and then just have the voice actor voice act it. You're a genius. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, you, you, they, they never have to remove the mask. That way, no one gets angry. We can all just be, look at the awesome costume! Yeah, that, that's exactly how they should do it. You're right. But but yeah, what I want to see is that if we see this part, and we also see when he's fighting Miguel O'Hara, he goes into what what is apparently the 2099 universe. And so I'd like to see the, the animation style change, depending on what universe he's in. Like, I right there. That, definitely, yeah. Like, I, I would really like to see that kind of stuff. And I'm I am looking forward, especially, like, I don't know, if if this fight shapes up to be what they what I hope it is, because it seems like it'd be a really it'd, it'd be a really cool idea to have them fight through kind of like we did in uh, what if you know with the with the uh, the watcher and ultron fighting through the different multiverses oh, i think yeah. that'd be kind of cool to see this happen but like every time he smacks the like the wrist thing that he has on it forces them into another universe that oh that's going to be sweet i i think that will happen and i'm looking forward to it yeah, Ooh, I'm all about it. I swear to God, if one of them isn't the 90s animated Spider-Man, I'll be furious. <laughs> like, it's, all I need is like three frames. Just like they swing past the old Hobgoblin character design. That's all I need. Ooh, that actually would be... I don't know if that'd be better. Uh, who framed like oh. cartoon Miles Morales in like the, in, like, the Raimi-verse? Oh. Or... That's such a nostalgia hit. I do kind of need that now. That's actually such a good idea, man. Oh my god! I think you just broke the po the podcast, Mister Erection. <laughs> like, like we had a genuine like moment of silence right there. <laughs> oh, I kind of yeah, like mm, ooh, I kind of love that. Of like, do you know what? That's the one I want to see in No Way Home. <laughs> that is, I, I want to see at the end all four of them. I want to see Miles like with. Tom and Andrew and uh, Toby or was like, hey! So, alright, so actually, you know what? Th that brings up a good question. Do you think it's going to have anything to do with No Way Home or with Venom? Or, or is this just going to be its own thing? Because during, uh, like, let's see. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's, that's all nice. Oh, how cute. The two of them. But what I was trying to get to was when they're going, when, they, when he's going through the multiverse, or through what this thing, you notice that it's so not to not to get all like uh, freaking conspiracy buff on you, but you notice that it's a hex, uh, it's a hexagon. Yes, and then yes, it is. <laughs> and then not to mention when he's falling through this, it looks eerily similar to like minus it being a web. It looks eerily similar to where Kang the Conqueror was. Like this whole multiverse thing, like right there. I'm yeah. ju I'm just saying, like go back and watch What If and like the the opening to What If, and then watch this. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Is it is this going to have anything to do with a Nexus event, Mar Multiverse of Madness, or any of that, do you think? I absolutely could do. And especially given um, the uh, post credit scene, I believe, um, from Venom. Yes. With, uh, with, with, with the showing the Tom Holland universe, like anything's kind of possible now. They've already shown a crack in that line between Sony and Marvel. Um, so, yeah, I think it... Because I think this is probably the new way of doing things. We're going to see, like, way more of these multi-studio movies. Um, and, yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't see why Marvel wouldn't. I don't see why Sony wouldn't. Yeah, it looks like Mr. Action agrees with Multiverse of Madness mixed with the Spider-Verse. And, I, yeah, I, it makes sense. Like, they would just absolutely, at this point... That they've shown that you know Morbius and Venom and all these other movies are going to be 
kind of mixed in with the MCU and that, you know what, screw it. If we want to, we'll just say, oh, well, Doctor Doctor Strange did a spell and it caused all the multiverses to just mix together and shit. I'm like, cool. You know what? Like... It's first of all, it's a comic book movie, so they can they, yeah they can literally do whatever they want. Like <laughs> the last eighty years of comic books have shown that. Yeah, and like Mister um, Action, you mentioned earlier, like this is the was it the only movie you want to see Andrew and Toby, and um, like thinking about it, like this is even even easier for Sony because Sony can go well. We already own all this stuff, so we mm-hmm. just give you this stuff. We can have that. We only need to mix around. We only need to pay for one tiny bit, and that's one little British kid. Well, the second British kid to be Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like we could do whatever else we want. Um, I think, that, yeah, I, I think like everyone's prepared for superhero movies to go wackadoo with multiverses, and I think yeah. this might be—it's too much of a trend not to do. Surely. Yeah, and and again, since it's, it's, especially since Sony has already done it, they've shown that they're that they can do it and that they're down for it. I'm like, it just would absolutely make sense. And with that specific thing, like again, with him falling through a portal that happens to be a hexagon, like after all of that importance built up in uh, in Wandavision, and then just being able to see like the big like weaving you know multiverse world right here, I'm like. Just the la- if you've been sleeping on the last couple of shows, then maybe all of this stuff has been just like, oh, okay, whatever. It's man, <laughs> but for for mega nerds like us, <laughs> yeah, it's no. all coming together. Like like all I need now is for the next episode of Hawkeye to have some portal open up, and they fall through, and like I don't know. Now there's five Ronin. Exactly, or or like, yeah, him like Hawkeye gets to see like this the other Hawkeye where he's all depressed and and like, oh, I don't like this anymore. Zombie world. Maybe maybe he opens up a universe where uh, that Jason Bourne movie that Jeremy Renner made was good. Well, that's just uh, let, let's just kill that pipe dream now. There is no universe where the where the Jeremy. Re- I look, you just triggered something here. I love the Jason Bourne movies, and that movie was a fucking disgrace. I feel so bad for Jeremy Renner because they have tried to like make him the replacement for multiple action heroes. They had him in Mission Impossible as like the not so good Tom Cruise, and he didn't do very well at that. And then they tried to do it. They tried to replace Matt Damon. And now he's just like, fine, I'm old and I'm in the MCU. Give me a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. A Christmas and that, series. And now his show, like the, his, probably his most successful like run at this, is now being replaced. He's yeah. like, <laughs> I'm he's like, like, damn. Bring in the teenage girl that's supposed to replace me. She's not a teenager, dude. Ah, she might as well be. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah, like... I, I I would agree that this whole thing it just it's it's all coming together. There's no way that they that they can't. And see, my, if I had one gripe about all this, is that we're probably not going to see Madam Web. Like we're we're just never going to get that ever. <sighs> okay, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I agree. Probably because they've already kind of established there's something else going on um, with Spider-Man 2099, which is why he's going through different universes. And mm-hmm. you'd think if it was Madame Web, that would have been introduced then. Yeah. So unless unless they're like saving that for let down the line, it's like oh, it turns out she's like a watcher, or she's you know uh, I don't know she's she's like a Beyonder or something. Like unless they're saving that something like that for for when we get down to the Eternals, you know, like when we get to the uh, what's it called the Celestial stuff like that. Oh yeah. Like 
unless they're saving it, cool. But I just don't see it. It seems like Madam Web is going to be one of those things that's just like, ah, uh, remember the nineties. I think that's. A, I think like. I think Marvel are, you know, probably rightly so, putting more faith in the comics and more weight on, you know, the comics are more important than what happened in 30-year-old TV shows. But personally, you know, like, I want to see what happened in those cartoons. Um, yes. And and even if you don't show me, like, the, if, it doesn't even have to reference the 90s cartoons, but still, though, I mean, I like that character, and we've and it's been shown that that character is, is popular, shows... I don't know if you've ever played the game uh, Spider-Man. Not uh, it's like Shattered Dimension. Yeah, yes. Shattered Dimensions. Yes, that whole the whole premise is the world is breaking. I need to uh, assemble five different or four different Spider-Men to me, and so Madam Web goes across the multiverse and gets different Spider-Men. So I'm like, so my my thing is that that is a that's a very popular character in this, both the comics and TV shows. I don't, I mean, I, I at least from my point of view, I don't see why we couldn't just you know put her in there. I superhero squad. Yes, I've been looking at what Mr. Axon's saying. Superhero squad, Punisher Spider-Man, and yeah. Venom Miles. <laughs> All I'd be down ideas. for Punisher Spider-Man. Yeah, I'd be totally down for Punisher for Punisher Spider-Man. Venom Miles would be cool. Superhero squad. Ugh, God damn it, Mr. Action. Is Punisher Spider-Man a Peter Parker that kills people, or is it a Frank Castle that climbs walls? I'm not sure. I'll have to I'll have to look at that here. I'm gonna Google that and find out because. Like, I love the idea of like, especially like the Netflix Frank Castle of him like swinging in webs, just going instead of thwip. See, you know, I think that there actually, I believe there has been a thing of Punisher Spider Man. Indeed, there has. Okay, it's it looks like. Okay, so I, I guess it was a what if comic that they made one time. And it's just okay. basically, yeah, what if Peter Parker was punishing? So his web shooters are basically guns. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I have done so many things in PS4 Spider-Man that definitely killed people. I know the game is like, no, Spider-Man never killed. No, I threw people off buildings and they died. Okay, so here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up for everyone to see. But give me a moment, let me, let me put it over here. And Mr. Action, you're saying maybe Batman? Uh, as in a Spider-Man Batman, a Spider-Bat? See, I don't think they're brave enough for that, and honestly, I don't know if I want them to be. Uh, in Across the Spider-Verse, right. I, I mean, I don't... That's about, uh, Whether Warner Brothers is willing to play with Sony and Marvel is a completely different question. I would like to think so, but they are... Currently, Warner Brothers, I think when they realized they had Lego, and then like Lego had access to all the franchises they had, they have been like, nope, we are sticking with what we've got. So yeah, this oh. is yeah, this is Punisher Spider Man, and I and apparently it's just a what if uh, story of uh, here. Hmm. That feels I like a worse way to fire a gun than just having a gun. Yeah, no, that's like some like taxi driver bullshit where he has a. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no, that doesn't make any sense. But it looks cool. I mean, oh look at that, the black suit Spider Man with the skull on his chest. Yeah, no. But yeah, uh, so apparently it says written by Carl Potts with art by uh, Juanan Ramirez and a cover by Christopher Stevens. What if uh, the Punisher number one hits October? So yeah, that's a that's a comic from this year, and it's just like the What If series of. So mm. that's cool. That's an yeah. idea. 
I'd be down to see that kind of stuff in there. I uh, I don't know if they'll be brave enough to do that. Like if they do, if anything, they'll probably end up doing like the more common ones, like Spider Punk or uh, Spider Woman. Mm. I'd like to see Spider Punk. What actually thinking about it, like there's a whole question over what the hell is going to happen to the Punisher anyway, because he doesn't really fit into the MCU very well at the moment. Um, but as we've seen, that they're, they're seeming to try and bring in the Netflix stuff into the MCU, so maybe we'll have that hardcore Frank Castle. Maybe, but I just don't know. And see, we can get to that when we actually start talking about Hawkeye. But I don't know if that if that uh, Kingpin or if or if the Daredevil or if anyone we get in the in future iterations of Spider Man or of the MCU are going to be the same people. I think the Netflix stuff is just going to be more or less trying. They're going to try to forget about that. Okay, Carnage, Punisher, Spider-Man, Mister Action. What are you? Are you trying to kill the entire MCU? Like Deadpool couldn't kill the MCU as well as Carnage, Punisher, Spider-Man could. Yeah, dude. Like, if you if you want to pitch a way to get a hard R on your movie, that's it. <laughs> like, the only thing I could think of that make it even like, like any worse is that like, and then we're gonna have hardcore nudity. <laughs> it's like one of the spider girls is gonna get naked no, no. carnage punishes spider-man does dallas <laughs> Sp- <laughs> does dallas oh my god <laughs> so all right so yeah uh mcu porn well mr action mcu porn already exists up oh, shit <laughs> the, damn it damn it harrison it happened anyway I know. I don't even know how that happened. Like, I, th- I hmm. hmm, hmm, who is sabotaging me? It's the old. It's an old British ghost. You have like you have like some old governess like watch looking over your shoulder, being like, "Oh, this will really fuck with him." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mister Action. Anyway, uh, MCU porn already exists, as I'm sure you know. <laughs> but. uh yeah, let's go ahead and uh, just talk about like this real quick. Uh, so, what do we, uh, Harrison? What do you want to see out of this? Movie? Like, what are you expecting to see, or what do you want to see? What What do you think will make this a, a like the best movie ever? Like, what do you think will make Mister Action's uh, thing over here of it being better than No Way Home? What'll make that true? I think the thing that was like really true about uh, the last movie was that, as in the 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 last Spider Verse movie was, it was just more fun than the MCU movies were. Like it, like it looked cooler. Everything about it, like just the attitude, the animation, the style, the music, was just way more fun and way more interesting to watch. So I think it might already have the MCU movie beat on that, um, at, at least for me, like subjectively. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the things that I'm going to need, I do love across the Spider Verse and the Spider Verse thing for how diverse it is, as in like the different types of Spider Man. So I personally do want to see Peter B. Parker back. Because I think I've said before, that's like the Spider-Man that I know. That's like how I think Spider-Man in my head now. He's been mm-hmm. going at it for years. You know, he's a bit tired. And like, he's just some guy who has like a shitty apartment in New York that saves people's lives and no one knows. Um, yeah. So I want to see him back. Uh, and then I just want to see, I think now, Spider-Man villains that we don't see enough of. I think that's the thing that the Spider-Verse can do. Like, you know bring out like a bit like you know the arkham asylum games that you fuck around with you know like calendar man tweedledum and tweedledee every now and then um something like that let's see some wackadoo stuff all right so all right uh 
let me see. We've already mentioned Spider Punk. We mentioned like Spider Carnage. We mentioned that kind of stuff. So, who's another Spider Man that you think will, will absolutely show up? Like, and it can't, and it can't be any we've already seen, obviously. Yeah, I'm th- of the people who are like important that we haven't seen, we haven't seen the Scarlet Spider, so we could get the Scarlet Spider in. Um, it'd be real. Oh my god, it'd be so fun to have the Black Spider with Toby doing the voice. We can have a Venom suit Spider-Man just, just for a second. That's Toby just beating people up. I'd love that. Yeah. I think it'd be funny. Well, we, we I think I said we'd be making the same joke twice, but we because we already made it in the first uh, across this or the first Spider-Verse. But I think it'd be funny if he got to see like Toby doing the whole you know, him like doing the, <laughs> the whole like Saturday Night Fever strut. Yeah, if you actually met the guy, why do you dance like that? Because I feel groovy, baby. Um, or something, <laughs> or, or like watching him do the now dig on this, like you know the whole thing in the in the nightclub. <laughs> I think that'd be funny as hell to have him see that. Disco Spider would be pretty good. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Disco, Disco Sp- Spider Man. Um, what are other Spider Man that, that we get? Uh, mm. Fantastic Bagman. We could have him. Oh yeah, the the bombastic Bagman. Yes, bombastic I'd absolutely Bagman. be down for that. Uh, see, there actually, you know, there was one. I, I, I don't know what comic it's from, but I saw like this random like comic out of uh, context of Ghost Rider, the uh, Hulk. It's Gray Hulk, Ghost Rider, uh, Wolverine, and Spider Man being like the new Fantastic Four. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah. How how weird is that? <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, and so he's not wearing like a bam- bombastic bag. It's actually a, a Spider-Man outfit, but it's like a black mask with like the blue, you know, the normal blue suit. And oh, Fantastic yeah. Four, like it actually looks kind of cool. Andrew, Co- <laughs> Mister Action. Okay, what what is what drugs are you on? What are, what are you doing here, Andrew Garfield as Punisher yeah. Spider-Man? As Punisher Sp- now, Andrew Garfield. Like I feel like Andrew Garfield would be like a good Carnage, maybe. Because he's all lanky and weird. I reckon he could get like crazy on something. Yeah, I, I'd be down for that. I could see Andrew Garfield doing like spider carnage. But yeah, I, I don't know. Punisher Spider-Man. I like, I'm not scared of Andrew Garfield. I'm scared of the Punisher. Yeah, that's why John Brenthal worked so well with it. That's why like Thomas Jane it has to be someone who's like in who has kind of that intimidating like air to them. I don't know. Thomas Jane did like he was a bit too like family friendly. <laughs> like I feel like Thomas Jane would be like, but please, sir, I am a small man who is scared. And he'd be like, oh okay, <laughs> I will take care of you. Like oh thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it was a, it was, but I mean that movie yeah. got it was pretty good. It it was no Punisher War Zone, but it was pretty uh, good. It was pretty good. I I do love that whole torture scene with the popsicle. It's really good. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. but you're right. That's about as family friendly Punisher as it gets. It's like in reality, the Punisher would would no bullshit put a blowtorch to you and wouldn't even give a shit. I once like back in the day when I used to like do that thing where you go to, like comic stores and you just buy kind of cheap comics. You didn't know what they were. I got like an '80s Punisher Christmas special once, and it was like he tried to take a vacation and then like had to stab a guy with like his, his ski stick <laughs> like, oh, shit. it was really weird it was like i'm just trying to take a vacation and i still gotta murder people man you know it's yeah no it's it's kind of tough with that one to, to make to make a punisher movie that's gonna fit in the mcu because yeah like the punisher whenever you have a punisher movie it always or any any punisher anything it always goes that direction of like oh i have a ski stick let me just stab you in the fucking head with it yeah. Like, oh, I, I have a, I have a goddamn, uh, what's it called, a sledgehammer? Let me bash you in, in the head and then put your head, your body in cement. 
Yeah, it, it's very similar to like that scene in the Civil War book. Like when Punisher turns up and they, I can't remember who it is that he murders. And they're just like, no, no, you can't murder people here. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm on Jack Kirby. <laughs> Ask what drugs is he on? He's on, he's on that Jack. <laughs> hey, man, you know what that Jack gonna do to you, man. You gotta get off that shit. It's like, I do the hard stuff. I do the Kirby. <laughs> no. Oh my god! You know, Mister Action. Thank you for that. That's that's great. But uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. I would personally, I'd like to see like we again, like I'd like to see Superior Spider-Man would be cool. Uh, Scarlet Spider would be great. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna see Spider Punk. Uh, I mean, we we know we're gonna see Gwen. We know we can, we're gonna, obviously gonna see Miles. I don't know. They, they, yeah, it's it's you know said. I'm drawing a blank on what other Spider-Man there are, but yeah, I, I'm. I, I thought. I, I mean, obviously, I, I'm just recounting the fucking '90s one because I'm like Armored Spider. Get me that guy, you know, um, that one who's just an actor. Like, honestly, actually, to be fair, if you just had Tobey Maguire playing Tobey Maguire, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, I just acted in a movie. What the hell am I doing here? Yeah, it's like, dude, I, I did this. I did the Cider House Rules and the Great Gatsby. Like, what else do you want from me? <laughs> like, I'm a guy with a costume. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, I would I would love that. Be creative. Mr. Action, don't tell me what, how to enjoy things. <laughs> I mean, like, if you want me to, like, invent Spider-Man that they could have in that movie, I could do that all day. I don't know. You know like... I don't know, just just for my personal preference, some weird devil Spider-Man. I'm like ah, the Satan Spider-Man, <laughs> Mephisto Spider-Man. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, like like some Spider-Man that becomes like a servant of Mephisto. Oh, do you know what? Make a Spider-Man that became the Herald of Galactus and watch the hell out of that web swinging between stars. That actually be really cool. Yeah, I'd be I'd be down for. Uh, let me see, what's it? The spy, zombie hunter Spidey to show up. Oh, that'd be cool. Actually, yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. And you could do that. You could you could completely just put in a what if episode into this if they're changing animation styles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you bring the torches, I'll bring the Molotovs. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. We're so into get the goddamn Scarlet Spider. I just want a spider with a hoodie. <laughs> it's not hard, like, dude. If you it, of all the costumes, it's probably gonna be the easiest one to design. <laughs> It's, it's one of my favorites in the game as well. I don't know why. I just like playing as the Scarlet Spider. Oh, yeah. Okay, th- there we go. I like. I want to get the the Last Stand Spider Man. And so, uh, all right, here I got to find that one real quick. But the Last Stand Spider Man. Yeah. So what that is, it's from another universe where it it depends. There's two universes where there's a Last Stand Spider Man, and it's it's otherwise known as Old Man Spidey. Okay. And also, we've spoken about Spider-Man being from different universes, but obviously, like, in the Spider-Verse movie, we had the Doc Ock turn-up of, like, an alternate universe version of Doc Ock. And I'd love to see some more of that, like, alternate universe versions of villains. Um, oh, hey, Ghost Hands, what are you saying there? Uh, for real, though, um, hoping for 2099 to show up It's a great suit design. We'd, yes, absolutely. I think we're definitely going to get 2099. Oh, yeah, um, he's a, it's it's confirmed that he is there, because... Yeah. Uh... Yeah, Ghost Hand, he is right. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Give me five seconds. There we go. There we yeah, go. Gu- guaranteed he is gonna be there. And like we because he was in the end credit scene of the first one, I, I absolutely can like know that yeah, they were building up to this for for a while. So they're not gonna waste twenty ninety nine. At least they better not. <laughs> 
but yeah so for anyone who's curious this is uh last stand spider-man and it's when like it's like it's there's two versions of it so one is peter parker like 20 30 years in the future like he's he's an evil spider-man now now he's he's like a more gritty like he kills people now okay and and now he's on the run from the police so yeah, like he's got like this weird like biker thing going on. Another one is it's a Spider-Man that when it's Peter Parker dies and someone with with similar spider powers takes over, and that's Ezekiel Sims. So either way, there's two versions of this Spider-Man. Either way, I'm down for it, and I want that costume because I really really like it. Evil Tom Holland as Superior Spider-Man from Mister Action. Uh, yes. Well, essentially because like especially since like his spider costume from like the Avengers movies. Kind of is a superior Spider-Man costume, like from uh, Infinity mm-hmm. War and Endgame. Yeah, kind of. Mm, yeah, it's, I mean that's yeah, that's more the Iron Spider, but yeah, it's it's kind of like that. Because mm, uh, I, I always think of Superior Spider-Man as the suit with the extra legs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well. Yeah, no, but again, like the if you look at the armored spider, I think it's like Mark Three or Mark Four, but one of the armored spider ones has that as well. Yeah. Okay. And then and yeah, it's if you look at the original armored spider, it was like the red and gold one that was based on Iron Man's armor, and so that's that's the one that also has those gold legs on it. So I think that's what that one was based off of. Okay. And Ghost and yeah, really likes that costume. I agree. I like I like it too. <laughs> but yeah dude uh so i think that's pretty much all we have to say on this one i i can't wait for it and honestly you know i think that you know the best part about this whole trailer is we mentioned it before but it's only a part one oh it's it's only a part one yes (laughs) so we get to see uh do part two and then maybe i doubt it but part three come on be be ballsy one last thing that we, we we should think about early on it's a part one so what is the cliffhanger in part one because they're gonna leave us on something bad. This, this is you know, this is like all these things. This is our um, empire. Like something bad's gonna happen at the end of this. Like, I, I, I don't know what will happen because so Fisk he, is kind of dealt with. Yeah, Fisk is dealt with. I don't know who to be. Who's gonna be the bad guy? That's like that's one thing, and it's probably gonna be like one of those. It's not gonna be Fisk. It's not gonna be any one bet. It's gonna be like a multiverse team. Like, what's gonna be a multiverse team of bad guys? So we'll have like Gwen's Doctor Octopus, and we'll have Miles's, you know, like Scorpion, and we'll have, you know, like just, like that'd be kind of cool to have like a, a Sinister Six, but like a multiverse version of it. Yeah, I was thinking, is this going to be like Sony's way of doing a Sinister Six before Marvel does? Mm-hmm. But Not a bad move. yeah, but Harrison, yeah. So the, I wanted uh, this is all right. The whole thing works together. So Ghost Hand says he really hopes that they don't do a Gwen Miles angle. Like he thinks they work better as friends than lovers. And so with that, I think that that's going to be the, the thing is that because they seem to be kind of focusing on that part of Gwen and Miles, I'm willing to bet one of those two is going to die. Ooh. ooh. That's, oh, yeah. And I, I, I see, Ghost Hunter, you've just said the cliffhanger is going to be Venom. And to quote you on that, and that's, that's a very good shout. But I would also say the cliffhanger can, could be Gwen dying. Could easily be Gwen dying. Yeah, like give Miles his own version of of the the time honored Spider Man story of his girlfriend dying. Or if you want to flip, or if you want to flip that over, and again, like you could do it to where Gwen tries to save Miles and Miles dies. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, we could get all sorts of stuff because because feeding off in the last movie, we could get a other universe version of the Prowler back. Could be about him trying to see his uncle again. Mm-hmm. We could get Donald Glover. 
We could get Donald Glover coming in here as the Prowler. You know my uncle? No, I'm a rapper. <laughs> it was like, no, I'm a, yeah, I'm a rapper and also some partial actor. And I, it's like I'm asleep half the time because I'm like, I'm always looking like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's due to others. He looks like that because of other stuff, not because he's he's sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but yeah, part one, can't wait for it. Uh, and then I can't wait for part two, obviously, because yeah, it's uh, it's, just, yeah. it's gonna be awesome. But 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 yeah, that's that's what I'm preparing myself for because I stupidly didn't do it with Infinity War. I thought I would have not a bummer ending. So I'm saying this movie's gonna have a bummer ending. Agreed. And then Miles could die and have a prowler scene where they have a moment and Miles comes back. Yeah. Oh, where he goes like to the afterlife and sees his uncle and then comes back. Yeah, always could be something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm. So many options. This is a problem with the multiverse stuff. It could, be, could be anything now. Literally Dude, anything. Yeah, there is. There's no end to it. It's a. Like, it's an infinite multiverse. We don't know what. Like, like this could literally end with Thor turns up. Thor pulls himself out of Spider Man's butthole. I was like, yes. <laughs> this could end with like at the very last minute, Miles is about to be killed by the bad guy, and then Ant Man just goes. There, I w- I've been sitting in his ass the whole time. <laughs> I've been just hanging on to the edge of his junk for like an hour and a half. Like just, just, just waiting for the best moment to just expand and blow him up. <laughs> yeah. Like, there you go, Mr. Action. There's our creativity. You asked for it. <laughs> All right, let's Somehow go ahead. And... It always ends with uh, with Ant Man just expanding out out of someone. I, that's the newest. That that's how he should have killed. That's how he should have killed Thanos. Yeah, should have killed everyone like that. Yeah, Ant Man should be by far the most powerful person in the world. Ant Man should come in here and kill Kingpin by by going up his ass. We are lucky that it's just an idiot that looks like Paul Rudd. <laughs> Right. Instead of I like how yeah the the fucking or we're just gonna go on this tangent for a second, but I like how the yellow jacket uh, Hank Pym uh, Ant Man was like by far a more effective like superhero <laughs> than any of the of the people in the MCU. Yeah, Hank Pym would have taken care of all of this immediately, <laughs> just by indiscriminate murder. That's how you beat Thanos: indiscriminate murder. Like Civil no. War. Civil War would have been ended by killing the guy who came up with like the Sokovia Accord. No, right. It's not happening. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move into into Hawkeye. So So yeah, uh we or so we start off with <laughs> Kill them all, Peter. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing if they like CGI like from the grave did that to the old Uncle Ben from Toby. And so he'd just be like, Peter. He's like, kill them all, Peter. Kill them all. <laughs> Evil Uncle Ben. <laughs> you know, I'd be I'd be kind of down for that. I, I love it if like his last time was like, but, but but Uncle Ben, you were such a kind. No, kill them all, Peter. <laughs> it's like, screw this. Do you, do you see this? Oh, the freaking bleeding chest wound. It's like, it kill them all, man, Peter. The- New York killed me, Peter. Raise this city to the ground. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Either that or, yeah, a multiverse where Uncle Ben lived and then Uncle Ben became the worst villain. Like, he's he's the new Hitler. 
I, I'm pretty sure there is a universe where Uncle Ben became Spider-Man, which, <laughs> which I actually might be kind of down with geriatric Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Giant... <laughs> I just met giant Uncle Ben. Show me what you've got. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty reference. <laughs> oh my god! So Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Let's yeah. do this. So we I get the like this episode. This is a good episode. You, you know what? Yeah, the first two didn't wow me, but this third one absolutely did. We finally get to see our trick arrows, and and a lot of them. Yes. Yeah, we get to see. A- Hawkeye doing way more stuff than the first two episodes. Like Jeremy so, Renner had some coffee and did something finally. Yeah. D- sorry, yeah. Before we get into that, really quick, I wanted to ask, uh, what did you think of this whole part? Like the opening part with uh, with what was revealed to be the deaf girl, which I noticed that M- that the MCU is getting really into having deaf characters. Which no no judgment there. I I I, I personally wanted to learn uh, American Sign Language for a good long while, so. Yeah, I, I'm into it. Like I, um, I've had a lot of disabled friends, weirdly, mm-hmm. and disabled like people in my life, and like I, so I've kind of had a lot of friends who've like had issues. So it's nice to see in you know, um, media like representing disabled characters way more, you know. And the it's a, the only thing with this character is a little bit like do you remember like the first episode of Archer where they get in that new agent and they're like it's amazing he's Jewish and he's black he's a twofer. Yeah, they, they do that a little bit. Like she's deaf and she's got one foot, dude. Bruh. It, well, all right. So, what I was gonna say too, and also, I I assume based off of her, da- I'm assuming she's native or she's of native descent. Yes, I I I, I wasn't too sure. So, I, so she's a not only a double, she's a triple whammy on that one. She's blind. She or, or not blind. She's deaf. She's got a um an she's an amputee and she's a, a minority. So I'm like, damn, dude. She's like. If yeah. you do not, if anyone out there feels like they're being like they're not seen, I'm like, come on. Yeah, and it's it's good, it's good, but it does show you that like crossover between we're going from Hawkeye old school classics to new world, different attitudes sort of comic book making. You know, where like not everyone is just a dude. Agreed. And so yeah, Ghost Hand, I like what you said. I'm still wa- are wanting or waiting, for, I guess, for my blind superheroes. No joke, there's some awesome ones. Agreed. For, uh, well, I'm. I mean, I, the the biggest one obviously is Daredevil, but yes, there are some there's some great characters that just are are disabled. I I we will talk about this, but I, I am I really do want them to bring the Netflix Daredevil into the MCU because I think it's a great Daredevil. I think like it's a really good adaptation. I think they should keep going with it. Yeah, and so that's a good segue into this because her dad is like, "Oh, I have to go on a job. Like you, like you no, know, Uncle will take care of you." So, who is Uncle? Like it, it, it is. I'm sure it's Vincent D'Onofrio because it sounds like Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, there is a part where he's just like, "Ha ha!" Like he laughs and like grabs her cheek and shit. I'm gonna try to find it with without getting copyrighted this time. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. So he walks up to her, just like grabs her cheeks, like ha ha, and it sounds just like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. I'm like, bro. Yeah. I so I think it is, and I hope it is because it makes sense, especially if they're going into this whole, you know, the underground crime world in New York. Then it all leads to Kingpin, and I think I think Vincent D'Onofrio is a great Kingpin. We, we discussed this recently. Um, unfortunately, the other Kingpin is dead. Mm-hmm. So we can't. Oh, I mean, you know, we could CGI him, but let's not. <laughs> let's leave the poor man alone. Yeah, exactly. They can do and, that when they do the weird sequel to Green Mile. 
<laughs> Hello, Mr. Jingles. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm John Coffee, and I'm back from the dead. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a sad movie. It's a very sad. <laughs> and, and Michael Clark Duncan goes out really, really bad in that movie. Yeah, he does. Yeah, there's nothing happy about that movie. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's one. Oh, okay, you know what? I'm gonna before we get it. There's one thing happy about that movie, but it's it's Tom Hanks getting to piss like for the first time. <laughs> anyway, but oh yeah. So old man Logan, he says. Um, Ghost Dan says old man Logan, blind Hawkeye was awesome, dude. What would that even be like? Like firing a bow and arrow, but being blind. Oh my I, god. It's like that that episode of Samurai Jack, but, he, but this guy's deaf, so, so so we can't even have that with this Hawkeye. Um, See, I kind of like that idea, though. Like, so yeah, the idea of the the deaf superhero because it shows that she's actually you know super badass. Like, it she actually so you know on this one she watches that kid's form and is able to to get around him, like and knock him down even though he's way bigger than she is. Later on in the future, uh, here, when she shows her boxing, like she watches the dude, like she sees him telegraph what he's about to do by like moving his hand. I'm like, it's it's kind of badass how she uses her deafness to her advantage and even tells Hawkeye to do the same. She's like, yeah. oh, you re- you rely on technology too much. And actually, it's quite fair because um, I remember seeing a thing like, "Oh, Jeremy Renner learned ASL for this for this role," but Hawkeye doesn't really speak ASL very much, and he even goes like, oh, "I'm sorry, I don't, I don't get it." And yes, yes, Ghost Hand is is one of your guys. <laughs> but Apart yeah, from, it's a good kingpin. I'm just saying, I prefer D'Onofrio, but it's but, it's good. Yeah, yeah. But but you were saying about her though. Uh, oh uh, yeah, what was I saying about her? Being deaf superhero, I think they do it really well. Um, I do feel like we can get into it a little bit later, but like her deafness versus uh, Hawkeye's like hard of hearing is a bit vague because like they make out the Hawkeye's like almost completely deaf later on in the episode. Yeah, when he loses his his hearing aid during this fight, uh, he's just sitting there like it, the whole world just goes and he can't hear anything. Which I don't. I've never been. You know, I've never needed a hearing aid. I've never been hard of hearing, but. I don't think that's how it works, especially since the last episode he told her, he told Kate Bishop, stand on this side because I can't hear you on this one. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's it. Yeah, because it's from what, I, again, I, I've had some experiences with people with like partial hearing and all that. And you have like a hearing aid in an ear you can't hear out of. You don't have a hearing aid if you can hear out of that ear. So either he should have both ears with hearing aids in or mm-hmm. he can hear out of one ear. And the episode does make it out like he can't hear anything. When yeah. Out. Yeah. Like it. It does have that kind of sweet moment where. Uh, so yeah. After everything, where he's sitting there trying to talk to his kid on the on the phone, and like Kate is sitting there, uh, like translating for him basically when he you know, womp, 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 and then she she lets him know like what's going on. So that was kind of cool. But at the same time, like it it feels like it's one of those things. It's like so. How does your hearing? Can can you hear? Can you not hear? Yeah, and that's adorable. Like, but it also doesn't make much sense why he wouldn't go. Hey, Daddy's hearing aid broke. I'm real sorry, kid. I can't hear you. <laughs> like, exactly. I'm like, because <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there. It's like, hey, uh, uh, can you text? Can you t-? like? He doesn't even know who who he's talking to. I'm like, bro, just tell him like, hey, my hearing aid broke. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. But I guess I, I get that idea of like, oh, he he misses his kids. He just wants to talk to them, and he doesn't. It, it shouldn't matter that he has no hearing aid. Interesting. So, okay. down, people with disabilities can be surprisingly independent. I once dated a girl with only 5% of her vision. Once she got a layout, she could easily get around easily. Never underestimate someone disabled. 
I like oh, yeah. So I'm not quite like, sure. like oh, once, oh, once oh, she knows. Yeah, like the bed's here, the, the table's over there, you know, this, that, and the other. Once she has like a map in her head, then she knows what the hell, what's up. We, um, so I had a band, um, you can go listen to our album on Spotify. Uh, the band's called Below Defect. The album is called uh, Eagle Eyed Generation, if you want to check it out. And our lead guitarist was blind, partially sighted, but That's largely cool. blind. But it was quite fun. We did have it sometimes at, at gigs where like the sound guy would be at the back and go, okay, right, guitar, can you play for me? And we're like, which guitar? Because guitar, play for me. And we had to go, dude, he's blind. He can't see you. You have to tell him who, like, who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And that shut that sound man up the entire night. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, no. See, and I mean, on the one hand, you got to gotta give those people kind of a pass because it's not like he knew. It's not like he was actively being a dick. Hey, you, blind person. <laughs> and yeah, no. Sound man can always be dicks. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they can. They're good people. They do a good job, but they can be dicks. But yeah, so I, I, again, I think I feel like it's one of those things. It's kind of like they're they're playing fast and loose with the rules on how he his deafness or how his disability works. But at the same time, it's just so, so we can have moments like that, or so we can have that part on the train where where they're both sitting there, like she's like, "Oh God, I I forgot to walk the dog." You know, maybe I should go. And then he he interrupts her, and then halfway through, he's like, "You know, you should go walk the dog." <laughs> like, should we have moments like that? You're right, and it's it's the best part of the show, actually. I, I think like there's a, this is part of the reason why this is the best episode. It makes everything better. Like the comedy between them is funnier. Like when like he can't hear, um, it makes just him way more interesting. Like watching him deal without sound in these situations is cool. And this sequence that we're looking at here after um, I've forgotten the character's name, but after she comes and talks to him, like the whole action scene is the best we've seen in this show so far. Yeah. It, it's about as like that's it's reminiscent of the original uh of like the old avengers movies uh, old avengers like shit 10 year old movie <laughs> it's, it's so sad we call that the old avengers but yes know, but nine years ago <laughs> yeah but it's reminiscent of of like other scenes we've seen of him being hawkeye and you know jumping around ki- kicking ass with this bow and arrow like i personally i love how when he uses the trampoline to jump through the freaking window Grabs his bow and arrow and like, and then does that thing of like turning it into a spear or into a staff so he can fight with it. Like, I love yeah, that. That's pretty sweet. It is nice when like he's like, yeah, I've done all that sort of firing arrows, and I'm just gonna deck this guy with with my stick. Yeah, this is great. Where he's just like climbing on top of these freaking uh, the what's it called the the shelves and shit and just kicking them off like onto these dudes. Like, I love how he's being Hawkeye without even like having his gear. Yeah, which I, I think is really important because like sometimes we give Hawkeye just like, oh, if he doesn't have an arrow, he's not a badass. It's like, no, he's he is on level with Black Widow. Like, he is a shield agent that is a badass all the time. Exactly. Even worse when he has a bow and arrow. <laughs> but all it takes, though, is him losing his hearing aid, and then suddenly... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, Ghost Hand. Yeah, but you have a good one, man. Oh, thanks for having you, man. Yeah. But anyway, so like I, you're right. I love this sequence. It's the best one of the entire episode. And then like the sequence, I think that follows it, where they're running away and they're in the car. Uh, like this whole thing, like I, I would love to be the cameraman first of all in that car because that that's just an awesome shot. How they're doing this? Yeah, all of the the camera work in this is amazing. And like, frankly, I'm waiting for the corridor crew reacts to whatever this video where they explain how they did it in VFX. 
Yeah, honestly, I can't wait to watch. Uh, so, personally, I've been watching the assembled uh, shows. Like every oh, time yeah. a new another Marvel comes out, I just you know, cool. Let's watch how this one was made. So, I I'm looking forward to watching the assembled for Hawkeye. Mm. It, it, like, I, if only just for this sequence. Yeah, exactly. It, it's really good. Yeah, I love that. How, and then, yeah, same thing we talked about. How they're there. She's like, "Oh, well, we need to do this, that, and the other." And then he's, "We need to do this, that, and the other." Like the the exact same thing that she said, and yeah. them repeating each other. I I enjoy that. I enjoy him being like, "No, this arrow is too dangerous. That ar- definitely not this one." Like can't. <laughs> and her getting a. Fa- it's like you don't need to say definitely like that. <laughs> it, it it really works. I don't know. It was in the trailer, but that like there are worse ones than that. Is a good joke. I love. Yeah, joke. and expl- yeah, the exploding arrow and like and I like yeah. She says there are four arrows more dangerous than that one, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. What what could be worse than that arrow? I also like. I really want to know what his like system is for finding them. I wonder if it's like a weird like braille thing or something. Like he just feels the end and he knows what it is. Yeah, either that or I would guess like he it's like muscle man. Like he puts the same ones in the same parts of the quiver every time. Like, all right, so this one's my explosive arrow. That one over here is my, uh, you know, putty arrow. This one, like any, any particular area of his quiver, he knows where they are because that's where he put them. Like, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, like I, I think the like uh, literally the day after this episode dropped, like an old uh, page from like, a, I think it's like a 70s Hawkeye comic or something like that. It dropped, and what it is, it shows all his different, uh, you know, trick arrows. And even oh. like it, show, it basically just shows his gear and all that. And what it is, apparently his quiver is, spe- is set up so it, it, it has, like, dividers, so different arrows can be put in different sections. Uh, okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, also, I think in, in Civil War, we also saw that he, he had, like, a special quiver in that one where he, it was just a bunch of arrow, like, it was, like, the, the shafts, and then, like, the tips would be ch- would change depending on what he he'd set it to. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Hmm. So, so yeah, it's it's just like like it's you know an ex machina. Just kind of go with it. He knows what arrows are what. <laughs> but yeah, I I did enjoy that of like her messing around with it, like her trying to screw around with a putty arrow and and shooting it instead of shooting it in the tire, she shoots it at the at the uh, you know what's it called uh, the windshield. Oh yeah, I quite like um uh, we didn't mention before the the bit about the seventy two Challenger. Yeah. And like my, my thing that I get is he goes like I'm not smashing a '72 Challenger, and they proceed to break into another vintage car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not a Challenger. <laughs> I guess, but I'm just like I'm sorry, like what? I, maybe it's an Oldsmobile or whatever. But like this thing looks like it's 20 years old. You couldn't find like a 2004 like Kia somewhere, right? Could, couldn't find like a Tesla driving around. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but we're like jumping into like this thing that looks like it came out of the '70s. It looks like Ash's car from the Evil Dead. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, a fun fact: it's also Uncle Ben's car from Spider Man. But yeah, like that, yeah, he jumps into like an old Cadillac Eldorado or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I really did enjoy this whole sequence. Uh, I I wish that they had more of it. I like, honestly, if they had a way to make it a little bit longer, I would go for it. I agree. But yeah, like, but yeah, this, was... this was the most kind of like. This is most of what I wanted from the show. More kind of like hijinks, you know, like a bit of comedy, a bit of action, and, you know, they're like running away from people. Up until now, it's been a bit dry, but this has been a bit more like an action-filled planes, trains, and automobiles, and that's what I want from this show. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so here real quick. I wanted to bring this up and see if you if you thought it was if it was funny. Because the last, like the very last arrow she pulls up is the USB arrow. So, yes. Which we talked about in our what if episodes. Yeah, um, like why would he have a USB arrow? And like that's literally here, let me see if I can find where she where she has it. Because yeah, like there's a there's a whole part where where she's like, "What the hell am I gonna do? Use this for?" And it implies that he just always has that arrow just sitting there waiting for Ultron <laughs> or something. I guess so. It really annoys me that they're like, "Yeah, it's just a USB arrow." That really winds me up because it makes no sense. You can't if you stab your laptop with a USB, it will not work. <laughs> like, I don't care. Um, but I like the fact they use it. I like the use of the distraction and that the the pim particle. Yeah. So oh, yeah, like my God. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to talk about that as well. How that was probably my favorite part of the episode. How she shoot the arrow up in the air and he, she does it and he oh the second that 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 uh, fade in like that happens and we see pim on it. I'm like yes, like fuck yeah, he learned. I swear to God, I need a new TV because like that fade in, and I was like, "What does that say?" And it was only when it became giant, I was like, "Oh shit, Pim particles! Oh my god!" Yeah, and I mean that's just genius because after like when you realize that after like uh, what's it, Civil War, and after all the other like all the other times that he's seen uh, Ant Man in action, I'm like, it's just it, it would make sense. It would absolutely make sense to have that, and like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and, and especially like after the events of Endgame, where like they're all using PIM technology for that. Like, that is now officially, like, a thing in the Avengers arsenal. Exactly. Strength stuff. Exactly. Just like we talked about how, like, if you had Iron Man armor, why wouldn't you all be wearing Iron Man? If you had PIM particles, why wouldn't you all be using PIM particles? Like, that just makes absolute sense. Yeah, you just anything. Like, just, oh, hey, by the way, Thor's hammer is a giant now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so cool. Turn Mjolnir into a giant, like just crush Thanos with a giant Mjolnir. My only thing with that is that, like, if we're gonna do that, like, you know, cinema sins kind of like oh, real world, what would happen? That arrow would destroy that bridge. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't just stab. Yeah, it wouldn't just stab the freaking uh, car and be done with it. It would destroy that entire freaking bridge. Yeah, it would go through into the Hudson, and that's it. You've ruined New York traffic for a month. <laughs> Yeah, no, you 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 effectively closed down like yeah, the I guess the Hudson Bridge, I was I would assume. Yeah, or one, one of one of, one of the, like the millions of bridges that are there. Yeah, y'all got bridges. I know. <laughs> Something. But yeah, the point is yeah, you're right. You'd absolutely destroy that bridge and possibly like kill anyone who's in that area. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I just I really enjoyed that. How I like the the USB arrow, I thought it was funny. And then the fact that when she fires it. The guy, there's a guy right next to him that is like, "Oh God!" and like nothing happens. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that's exactly my reaction. Is any sort of villain like uh, sidekick is like, "Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> oh okay, the arrow didn't go off. Oh, thank God." <laughs> I would assume everything would kill me at all times. <laughs> yeah, no. If you're going up against an Avenger, you just need to assume you're probably going to die. <laughs> I like this too, like the, the the weird suction cup arrow that has no purpose until suddenly it does. <laughs> I, I I really like that. I like he's like, you've always got to keep a suction cup around with you guys. Like, are you stupid? <laughs> yeah, no, dude, it's it's just great. Like, I, I I I've wanted the trick arrows. Like, we've had some, 
Like we had like in again, like in Civil War in the original uh like the first Avengers movie in Avengers Two. Like we've seen some trick arrows, but we've never actually seen like stuff like this. So it was I think that was like the best and I wanna see more of that later on. I really loved that trick arrow that fires out cables and pulls things together. That was such like a just cause moment. Yes. I was yeah. like, yes, I, I wanna see that in movies. Okay, so th- all right, this is one thing I thought was kind of dumb is that that like his his hearing aid is broken and then like literally like the next se- like the next second it's fixed. So that kind of like uh... yeah, it, I find it I find multiple things about that weird. They go like oh, they go to this like weird local doctor in Chinatown to get it fixed. I'm like, dude, you go to like like here in the UK, you go to the opticians. Yeah, like I I go to it's called Spec Savers and they'll fix my hearing aid for me. Like. Exactly. There are places you can go, like, they're specifically meant for that exact thing of, like, fixing your hearing aid or fixing your glasses or whatever. It's not that expensive. The chick is rich, you're an Avenger, and it's New York. I'm like, come on, yeah. None of these things are hard to get hold of. But hey, fine. They they fix his hearing aid. Cool. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, like, uh, uh, the last, I think, I'm going to say the last thing, I want to talk about is again we're going to go back to to uh, Kingpin is they make mentions of that again of like uh so we have th- these guys are saying oh you know uncle's not going to be happy that we that we lost the Ronin we were they were doing all of this stuff and so there's that and then later on uh, when they're in the the restaurant uh, Hawkeye tells her is like hey you know you can't you need to get like out of this or you can't be you you don't want to get mixed up with the with the what's it called, the jumps or the tracksuit gang because their leader is someone who's a lot worse. Like, so th- that's one thing that's, that kind of leads me to the idea that this is not the, the Netflix kingpin because he, it, like, if, if this is the Netflix kingpin, then he would already have like a criminal empire. He wouldn't be starting up with a bunch of like lackeys, you know, at, in, in a, in a, like the tracksuit mafia. Yeah. I, I don't know how to, cause obviously the kingpin's always weird. Cause like, it's like, they already say he's in charge. So how far up is he in charge? And I really want to see what they do. I want to know whether he's in jail. Because if exactly. he's in jail, then that suggests the Netflix stuff is kind of canon. Um, that's true. It, I, that could because that's a it's a past thing. It could suggest that he's that he is now like he was a low level guy, and now he's at the top. And these are just guys he still uses. Yeah, because like I understand that it's something you know, like everyone kind of reports to to him, and you know he's like. He's gonna have lower down people who just do, you know, like the shitty work that makes money. So, so it could, it could be him. I am also up for establishing a new MCU kingpin and showing him rise up. Um, and it would make sense that the Ronin would come into contact with Kingpin if he's taking care of organized crime, and if Kingpin survived the snap, or mm-hmm. his group survived the snap, I guess. That's one thing. That's one thing that gets me about all of these things. Like all of these stories, everyone involved survived the snap. <laughs> like yeah, right. That, that whole gang, all of that took place during the snap, and she's like, she's freaking out about like this guy killed my dad. Well, I suppose yeah, he killed his dad. That's that's fair enough. But but I'm just like you know like also everyone else, half the world disappeared. Yeah, like I I mean I guess at this point it's it's making the idea that it's like all right, it's a year later or it's multiple or it's a couple of years later now we're moving on from the snap. Wait. I'm sorry, I'm trying to work out the chron- the chronology in my head and I was like when when does like Kingpin happen and where does Kingpin go during the snap and we don't know and oh okay. I'll see what they do. 
Yeah. See, it's a tough. It, like trying to put all this together. Like I, I think there's a there's a there is a set order for it. Like I, I believe it's Falcon Winter Soldier goes first, then it's Wandavision, that is Loki, and then now is Hawkeye is like the very last one. Okay. Like chrono- uh, chronologically speaking. Mm. But yeah, like I don't. It's hard to say overall. But yeah, I believe that Hawkeye is supposed to be like a year after the snap or after like uh, all of that is done. Okay. All right. So, at any rate, yeah, like it's it's tough to say, and so it's gonna be like, all right, so where the hell were you during all of this? Like during the blip, during all, like what was going on? How come he didn't kill you? It's like, oh, turns out I got snapped away. Like, but yeah. you know it. It, it does make the question. Did, seriously, did every like criminal just get to survive? Because it makes the idea that everyone is out to kill the Ronin. So did did, did no one just get did like did no one go away for for those five years? Like did every organized criminal just get to stay? I yeah, and like what happened to like all the all the like lackeys or whatever who did go in the snap and then came back and like all right, boss, let's get back to work. She's like, oh shit, he. What do you mean the Ronin? Who the hell's the Ronin? What if like 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 you come back and you find out that like your boss like had an argument with your friend and killed him like two years into the snap, into the blip or whatever? You're like, oh what? Oh shit! <laughs> like, yeah, no. Like that that's the thing that gets me as well. Like the people who like survived the blip but then like died in between. You wake up and like, wait, you mean Jerry's dead? It's like, oh yeah, didn't you know? Oh yeah, he got diagnosed with like you know prostate cancer like two years in. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, it was real bad. Sorry, yeah, Jerry, Jerry's gone. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that would suck. And so, yeah, like, hmm. but it does beg a lot of questions of like that. That's one problem with this is that. So, where was everybody? And the fact that we're not really making reference to it anymore, like the fact that Kate Bishop has not mentioned the snap once, neither has Hawkeye. Like, it doesn't really make the idea that that this matters to any of them. Like, it's not important to this part of the story. I think that's it. Like, like I, I can completely understand why the MCU doesn't want to just go over that whole ground anymore. But it is a bit weird. It's like, no, no, no half the world disappeared if if covid has been this bad half the world disappearing we would still talk about that exactly <laughs> exactly like there i feel like there there's got to be at least a moment maybe it's off camera but there's got to be at least a moment where kate bishop's like so what did you guys do during the during that whole like that whole uh people disappearing thing that was pretty weird what happened yeah. with that that's got to come up it's like how did you how did you manage that i took up sudoku and he's like i killed you know half of the organized crime in the world <laughs> yeah right she's like well all my favorite shops would now had didn't have any workers in it so i they were all closed but you know i had to deal with that he's like i murdered all the fucking organized criminals i lost my family and took it out on everyone else I was like, oh, really? My mom didn't disappear. Neither did my dad. Everyone was fine for me. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> but yeah, no. Nah. Uh, so, all right. So I want to talk about this real quick. The fact that oh, she yeah. makes reference to his original costume and how he, he shoots it. De- A lot of people on Twitter started getting angry about that. About how like, oh, like the, the this trope of the superhero bashing their original costume. D- did that bug you at all? Because personally, I, th- I thought it was... Eh, I thought it was kind of funny. Like I, I, I'm used to it at this point. Yeah, I, I think it felt like an old joke because it reminds me of you know that joke in the first X Men, like, oh, what did you want? Yellow spandex. Exactly. Exactly. And like, it makes complete sense for this Hawkeye character to to not want to wear that Hawkeye costume. But there are some weird things, like like Rue mentioned it when he's like, you know, he's like, I, I don't want to be seen. Um, actually, no, I think the character says, doesn't she? Where she says like. 
well, you've already failed at not being known. And it's like, yeah, that, that is true, dude. <laughs> like, you've yeah. been an international figure for a long time. Yeah, like, like it may, people may not know your name is Clint Barton, but they know that you're face and they know you're Hawkeye. Yeah, like, to be honest, a stupid mask with an H on it might have saved you some grief by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, it, it does beg the question of, like, does that is that a necessary joke at this point? Or is it just something that, uh, you know, we're just doing it because, oh, ha, 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 you know, the, the nerds will think it's funny. Yeah, and it almost feels a bit like like WandaVision caused this. Because, like, WandaVision obviously gave us some real classic designs. It gave us the, like, you know, the Halloween episode with the old school designs and then the new Scarlet Witch outfit, which is way the classic one. Yeah. And so I don't know whether it was to address that, like, people expect that now, expect the heroes to wear at least a version of the classic costume at some point, so they have to go, no, we're not doing that. Um, but it, it, it would be nice to have not had them, like act like the thing that we know and love is shit. Yeah, because, I mean, I noticed that in a lot of things. It, it is done in so many things. So, in Young Justice, there's an the animated DC show. There's a part where, yeah, it's a Halloween episode, and the Superboy gets to see, like, his his comic book accurate costume on somebody else. And so, right. oh, it's, it's Superman done right. And Superboy's just like, yeah, okay, good luck with rolling his eyes. We get to see like in Green Arrow, same thing. He for a Halloween episode, of course, it's always the Halloween episodes. <laughs> he get, he wears like a old Robin Hood, like the feather in the cap thing for for his like old costume. Okay, yeah, yeah. So and again, they always make it either it's either a tongue in cheek joke or a fucking like, oh, I would never do that. That's dumb. I'm like, I I don't know. I I think that it's I don't know if it's if it's meant to be like mean or if it's meant to be like, oh, this is shit, and we all know it's. Sh I think it's meant to be just kind of like a. A ha ha kind of thing of like, yeah, it was it's cool for the comic books, but imagine that in real. Imagine Hawkeye wearing like the purple helmet with like the wings on his hel on his hat. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I think it'd be it would look a little goofy. I kind of like like one of the things that I enjoy. There must have been some of this done this where like it's the hero that has the stupid idea. Like, I'd love it if like if like Hawkeye was like, well, I always had this. I always had this one idea for like a costume and like sketched out, and she was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like. Okay. Maybe just just because it's a slight twist on, like you say, we've seen it all before, so just to twist it around a bit would be nice. But hey, I, yeah. it didn't ruin anything for me. I was happy with this. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, and like and like I said, I've I've just gotten kind of gotten used to that whole trope. I don't, it doesn't bug me anymore. Like I've I've gotten so like it's it's happened so many times. I'm just like it's it's almost expected, but. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this whole thing of them, of kind of having, like, a come-togethers, like, hey, man, so good job after that last mission. Like, them actually having, like, this mentor-mentee kind of thing. Yes, that was nice. The, the fact that they got, like, closer together this episode and it was nicer to see them was, was much better. Oh, and we got the official naming of Pizza Dog as well. Yeah, Sir Dog of Pizza. <laughs> I love how she yeah she tries all of it. So you know yeah Spot or Doggy or Sir Dog of Pizza, and then yeah Pizza Dog, and then he starts smiling. I called him Odin. Odin, y yes. Yeah. I knew uh, I knew a not one-eyed, but I just knew a regular uh, Golden Lab that was a uh, Golden Lab Golden Retriever, one of them that was called Loki. So mm -hmm. I'd like to see an Odin. That's cool. See, you know, it's I think on the last episode of that we did, I think I called him like 
I, I've said I would name my one-eyed dog Lucky. And you know, it's ironic is that the dog's actual name is Lucky. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. It's like, I just, I just saw like a picture that got shared of like, it's like Haley Steinfeld and Lucky. And yeah, it's a little golden retriever next door with, with both eyes. Oh. Oh, so yeah. Have they CGI'd out one of his eyes? Yeah. Good, good news, everybody. The dog is, no dogs were harmed in the making of this film. Oh. <laughs> he just, they just CGI'd out his eye. Yeah, Disney are better. They're not like making them weird movies where they throw gerbils off a cliff anymore. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like uh, I think yeah, we end the episode with them talking about uh, you know the kingpin. Well, making reference to the kingpin and all that, uh, and that's pretty much the end of that. I think the, yeah, the very last part is we they go to her apartment and the stepdad puts a, a knight or a sword to Hawkeye's throat. Yeah, and specifically and it, the Ronin sword. Exactly. So we're gonna get that. I think we're gonna end this up. We're gonna end this out with what do you think is gonna happen with that next week, and then we'll go. We'll go somewhere. Yeah. So go ahead and start with that. Ooh, I don't know. I am really fascinated to see whether the stepdad knows that Hawkeye is Ronan. That that's the question for me because I could see it going both ways. Like I said, I, I think we we both said that there's something deeper going on with the stepdad, and I think mm -hmm. this will sort of prove it. For some reason, I don't believe that he knows Hawkeye is the Ronin. Yeah, I again, like we talked about it last week, how I think he's just a scapegoat in this whole thing. I think he's just defending his house. Like he's just like, you know, in that weird, in that weird, like, oh, I'm a rich person with with sword skills, so I'll attack you with like, you know. So I think he's just doing that kind of shit. But yeah, I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he knows that this is Ronin. I think he's just, you know, a rich. He's just a rich dude. You know. Yeah. Like but they're I trying to. Go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, what I want to get to the bottom of is why he took the Ronin sword, because like it seems like he has a specific reason, and I want to know what it is. Agreed. It, so it could either be that he's working for Kingpin, or he's... I, I still say the mom is somehow involved in this. I think you're right. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it's going to have to do something with that, and... I don't think it has anything to do with like any nefarious, like oh, this is an Infinity Stone or this is like some kind of secret key to a fucking. I I think it's just it really comes down to like they it's the status symbol, or they or they want it for some kind of like we're gonna train our assassin or have our people do this thing. That would yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, so which actually brings me into into my thing of like uh, a lot of people have been talking about uh, no Yelena yet. So yeah, Yelena being the girl from Black Widow, the her sister. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're saying that we haven't seen her yet, and so we're halfway through the series, and still no Yelena. So, or, do you think we're going to see her next week at all, or do you think that that's going to have anything to do with why they want the Ronin costume or anything? That's true. They're running out of time. Um, mm, will we see her next? I don't know. I think they might leave her for even later. I mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I think they might tie it in towards the end and get her involved. Um, maybe it's just because I don't want to see her because I don't I don't like that character very much. <laughs> I don't want your diet Black Widow. I want full fat, full caffeine Black Widow. <laughs> it's like I don't want your Splenda. I want real sugar. Yeah, like, like... yeah. No, I I get that. I absolutely get that. It's just like they made a reference to it, and I would be I would feel cheated if they didn't actually like put her in there in some way or like, you know, have a payoff to, Oh, Hey, do you want to go after the guy who killed your sister? Like if they didn't have some kind of payoff with Julia Louise Dreyfus, I wouldn't like, I'm going to, I'm going to get a little bit angry. That's true. That is true. Actually. You're right. I, do you know what? George's weird. 
the stepdad looks exactly like the kind of guy who'd hang out with Dewey Louise Dreyfus. So see, that could be a thing too, is that maybe he maybe he wants the the uh sword for her. So it was like, oh hey, well you're starting you're making a team. Well, you know what you could use? This awesome costume. Yeah, that's not bad. And to be fair, I could also see her wanting someone like the Ronin. The Ronin is the kind of hero that she wants in her Dark Avengers sort of group. But obviously, yeah, it doesn't work if then you've got the guy who killed your sister in it. See, yeah. So my thought is that either she wants, she either wants the Ronin or she wants just the costume itself so she can get someone who's like the Ronin and just use that branding. Because, it, yeah, so yeah, this is another th- thing is that they mentioned it twice now. It's like, hey, I had an idea for your brand, you know, your brand, this is your, your branding of like Hawkeye and shit. But you notice that Hawkeye is kind of behind the scenes. Like, a lot of people don't really know a whole lot of, like, you don't hear about the Hawkeye, but on the news, you hear about the Ronin constantly. That's true. That is so, very true. So maybe it's that is that they, the person who wants this suit doesn't care about the suit itself. They just want the brand of Ronin. Hmm. 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 I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Ooh. 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 Uh, yeah. So is the, is do they have someone they want to take over as Ronin? Is there going to be like a Nega Ronin somewhere? I I don't know. So that'd be kind of cool. And again, I'm like, if, if maybe it's Yelena that's going to be the 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 other Ronin or whatever. But yeah. But uh, yes, Mister Action, I agree. Trick arrows were the best. And welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to have you back. Yes, trick arrows, amazing. But yeah, so that's my thing. Is that like, are we gonna have, uh, like, are we like? Uh, that's what I want personally. Is kind of have like some kind of closure with Julie Louise Dreyfus and have maybe that's why we're getting all this hype over the Ronin costume is because she wants it. Yeah, that does seem like the most likely thing, and she has been the running thing through most of these shows, hasn't she? She's the thing that's kind of connecting everything. Exactly. Okay, okay. I'm prepared for her to arrive now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like like that's what I said. Like that's why that's why I'm guessing is that we're gonna get that the reveal next episode is probably definitely gonna be that you know why they want the suit, and that's my thing, is that they it's probably gonna be that for her or for the mom. And the only other reason I could think the mom wants it is because again, she's you know working for somebody bigger than her. Which seems quite likely. Mm. All right. So yeah, we get we got. Let's see. Favorite part of the episode. We, uh, I don't know. Like I, I think we're we're pretty much good on that one. I I don't know, Harrison. What do you? Anything last you want to say about Hawkeye? Any, anything else that stood out to you that you wanted to talk about? Um, not that much. I we mentioned that the scene where she translates um his son. Uh, oh yeah, Hawkeye. it's really cute. But damn, she did not write that stuff on that paper. Like, if you watch that scene, like she didn't have time to write that stuff on that notepad. She's like, and then there's like a passage yeah, from Ulysses on the. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Like you, you see him. Like you hear the and she's just quickly. Fl- I'm like, there's no way in that in that short time you wrote that legible and well, that like, quickly. We always have subtitles on, like, because it's in case, like, someone talks or something, you know, it's so that we can still see what's going on as a dialogue. And so, like, the subtitles tell you what the dialogue was of the kid was, like, when Hawkeye can't hear. And, yeah. like, she starts writing, like, when the kid says, like, oh, I'm bored. But, like, by the time she's finished writing, all she said is, like, 
he wants to know if you're coming home for Christmas. And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> yeah, not no. what you heard. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no way that she either, uh, either that or she started writing, flipped it over. Oh, shit, he's changing sentences. <laughs> and changed. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's insanity. Because I, I agree like the, the, with the, you know, the, as much as kids talk. Like I've heard ch- small children like, "Hey, Dad, I've just blah 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 blah." I'm like, "There's no way that she just wrote." Yeah, no, she would have to be like psychic to know what he was going to write. I also like, like, just when I was that small, maybe it's just you know how times have changed. But I also would get in trouble for calling people on the phone on my own, like that. I was just like, "Hey, kid, what are you doing? Don't like pick up your sister's cell phone." No. Yeah, right. My mom walked in. <laughs> Mr. X, I, I love you, but you know, we've already talked about all of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he, could have said, he could have said, hey, my hearing aid's broken. Yeah, could have done any of that. But yeah, dude. So like I agree. I think that was that was one of those scenes that, that could have been done a little better, or like probably was just but that's a small gripe. That's honestly like the like probably the smallest thing that they did. Like the only like bad thing that was part of the episode was the fact that she just there's no way she could have written that fast. Yeah, other than that, this is definitely the episode that made me care about this series. So I'm Absolutely. Like, I, I'm actually looking forward to the rest of it now. And I'm kind of sad that it's three episodes into a six-episode series that it gets good. Right? Yeah, like what the hell kind of shit is that? That we have to we have we have to get halfway through the damn series in order for us to actually start liking it or for it to be like enjoyable. Well, I suppose I suppose maybe that's better than the Netflix shows. <laughs> Like some of the Netflix shows, like I, I was ten episodes in, and I was like, "When is this gonna get good?" That's true, dude. I I still have not finished Iron Fist season two, and uh, I don't. I have no plans to do so. Yeah, I, I haven't even looked at it. My, my, I think I think the last one I watched was um, oh, I've got her name now, Jessica Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones, two, and that was so bad. <laughs> See, yeah, that's the thing is I've I've watched Jessica Jones season two. I think I've watched like three episodes of that, and I've got I got to that part. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. It I'm like, I, yeah. yeah, this is season one was awesome. Season two is just like, what are we even doing here? Yeah, actually, yeah, we're talking about like getting Kingpin. Get me Jessica Jones of the MCU. <laughs> like that's what I want now, dude. Seriously, like I I'd be okay with Luke Cage. But you got to do some better writing because that that second season of Luke, I, I sat through oh, all yeah, of that yeah. shit, and that was horrible. Uh, First season was, was watchable. Second season about it. Oh, and it had so many good things. That like that a really weirdly gory scene where he just cuts that guy's eyes out, dude. And yet uh, the rest of the show is so boring, <laughs> and I don't know how they did it. Yeah, I don't. It it just it's. The the Netflix they were trying some like to do some really weird like new territory shit and it just didn't go well. Yeah, the the Defenders series was good though. I like that. Oh, dude, Daredevil was good. Daredevil was season one, two, and I think I, I'm pretty sure there's a third season. All yeah. of those incredible. I I will have no I will hear no bad words about Daredevil se- at all. I don't know. There are some boring bits. Daredevil's good, but there were some slow bits to those shows. Like where he's like, why is this eleven episodes long? I don't need it to be. Okay, I'll grant you that there was a couple of filler episodes, but yeah. But overall, I would say I I would I could watch Daredevil again and have no problems with it. But as like Punisher might be a little bit of a of a of a rough watch for me, and Jessica Jones, like I said, season one, no problem. Everything else after that, I'm like fuck. <laughs> even even season one of uh, Luke Cage is difficult. Like it's it's hard, yeah. But it's got some good scenes, but yeah, it's it's a little tough. Mm. All right, so the final thing before we get out of here, I'm just going to, like, just kind of, like I said, pat out the episode. 
uh, we will be talking about this. Uh, so a few a few days ago, apparently, uh, we got like three days ago. Yeah, we got a screen leak of I guess this stunt the stunt team got their uh, merch for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Okay, and in it we have a like there's a there's a very familiar face right there. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, supposedly that's supposed to be King the Conqueror. Interesting. Very interesting. So we we talked about it a minute ago with our Spider-Verse thing. I think we're we're just building up more, dude. Like they're they're trying to build like bring more and more of that multiverse thing in here. Yeah. I I I know it sounds weird, but it's like Kang the Conqueror, sure. I, I think it's just because he's not as popular. And I know that the character is a big deal in the comics, but I don't know the character very well. And I'm a bit like, ah, okay, MCU, uh, whatever you need to do, but I'm just waiting for Galactus to turn up. Like, I feel like Galactus should be my new big villain. And for whatever reason, they've gone Kang. Okay, but I just don't. I'm just not as... I don't know him as well, so I'm not as excited to see him. He might as well... <laughs> Do you know, like, Dragon Ball Z? You know Dragon Ball Z, like, you'd have, like, the series, and they were basically the same villain, you know, like, Freezer's basically the same as Cell, Cell's basically the same as Majin Buu. It feels a bit like that with Kang. He's just Thanos 2.0. Agreed. Mr. Action, I don't... I I, I don't... Are you, are you making a reference because Kang is black? Is that the joke here? I don't, I don't understand. What is a darker movie? Is, is, is it because like darker because like Ant-Man is the kids set of movies? And I don't, I don't know how dark they could ever really go with Ant-Man and the Wasp because it's so kid friendly. <laughs> Gotta be real. Modoc should be the, the, so yeah, real Modoc should be the villain. And he says, no, no, <laughs> no, Gilbert, stop trying to put me in that box. <laughs> but yeah, gotta be real Modoc. I I don't know. I I could see that, but I just think oh. that that's that's a little too much too soon. Yeah. I'm not trying to cancel you. I'm just trying to laugh. <laughs> Modoc would be good. I I want Mojo. Mojo is one of my favorite Marvel villains ever. Um, the guy from like the weird TV planet from like the X Men because he's messy okay. and I love him. Like I'd love to see like a like a kind of battle royale movie with him as the main villain. Yeah, agreed. Oh, oh, oh it's yes. darker because the helmet is broken. Okay, I see. They do seem to be angling like that a bit with that man. Like recently, they've made it like, oh, his powers are a curse. He could be trapped there. I'm like, dude, this is about like goofy heists and Paul Rudd being funny. Like, yeah, it's about the the father and daughter relationship where he's like kind of a bad dad, but his daughter still loves him. Like, he gets her a, a horrifying fucking monster for a fucking stuffed animal, and she's just like, I love it! It's so ugly! To be fair, we are gonna have to, like, we might have to see some dark stuff, because obviously his kid's, like, 18 now, or whatever it is. And he's, like, not seen her for a long time. And, yes, Mr. Action, Mojo should be the villain Deadpool 3. That's an amazing <laughs> idea. Okay, I need to look this up. I mean, I don't, I think I actually know who Mojo is, so... He's a big... Give me yeah, he's a big green guy who like goes around on like robot spider legs with kind of like a scorpion tail thing, and he runs. The oh, show. oh, that dude. Okay, yes, yes, I do. Yeah, he he, he basically does battle royale in like the X Men universe, and you get um, I forgot his name, Lucky Strike or something like that. That a character who's basically the same as Domino. He's just lucky, and he has a mullet, and I cannot remember his name. 
Dude, oh, that's that guy? My God. Okay, like, just brought back, like, a whole freaking thing, like, a whole repressed memory of childhood. I love Mojo. He's, like, one of the creepiest, worst villains. He's just slimy and awful. He's like Harvey Weinstein if he was a supervillain. <laughs> that's that's probably the best way to describe that. I, I love it. <laughs> just a, an evil producer. All right, so... Yeah, Mojo should be in Deadpool because Deadpool breaks the fourth wall and Mojo is a producer, so they can't mess up. Exactly. You are absolutely right, Mr. Action. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Freaking him starting a bit, him doing a battle royale thing and Deadpool like making reference to the fact that we're all watching a movie. And sh- I, I could totally see some shit I, like that going down. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, is it Battle Royale? Is it Squid Game? Is it the same goddamn story I've seen a hundred times? <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I would love to see that kind of thing. Like Deadpool standing up and like him being in a Squid Game like uh, jumpsuit or having the mask on or some shit like that. Talk, talking of Deadpool, by the way, have you seen the uh, the song they made for Ryan Reynolds at the Canadian Film Awards or whatever? It's kind of uh, cool. Which which song is this? It's this. It's called Canada Loves You Back, and I, I love it because I'm a big fan of the guy who wrote it. He's Stephen Page. Used to be a singer in the Bare Naked Ladies. And it's just this song about how much Canada loves Ryan Reynolds, and it's pretty good. <laughs> I have not. I've yeah, the last thing that it well, it didn't involve Ryan Reynolds, but the last thing that like anything to do with Ryan Reynolds was uh the free guy movie. Oh yeah, I still haven't watched that. I, I keep meaning to. It's on Disney Plus, and I'm like, ah, oh, I should take some time out. Yeah, the last thing the last thing I had anything to do with Ryan Reynolds in my in my mind was free guy, and I just I had nothing, I didn't want anything to do with that. Oh really? Oh, I thought you might have liked yeah, the free guy. Eh, it it I I saw some of the reviews for it and then I watched some some clips out of out of context and I'm like, meh, it's all right. Eh. Okay. I but but anyway, yeah, so also uh let me see what other Mr. Action says if they made a squid game joke, then that would be cringe. And yes, yeah, I I don't know. Dead Deadpool makes loads of pop culture jokes, and that's usually fine yeah i mean yeah him being him making reference to like calling cable the winter soldier him uh let's see i'm pretty sure like he calls uh what's her name uh he calls the kid like the negasonic whatever the hell he calls her like kmart what was it he shit he i know he calls her kmart uh, something like is it like x23 or something or yeah kmart x23 yeah. exactly like something like that, but my point is, yeah, he makes a bunch of references like that, Mister Action. Come on, what, what's what's one Squid Game joke? Like, like, and there's so many you could do. Like, if he came up against Craven the Hunter, he's like, "Ooh, is Carol Baskins after you?" <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Fucking like, you could could do some. Yeah, you could talk about Carol Baskins, or you'd be like, "Hey, what's up, Joe Exotic?" But which, but by the way, like, I'm putting this on record now. If if Mojo is the villain of Deadpool three and there is a Harvey Weinstein joke, Ryan, you owe me money. I that's my idea. I am owed money for that. <laughs> yeah, referencing movies can be fun in a good way. Yeah, all right, you know what, Mister Action, you want something that references movies in a good way that Ryan Reynolds would be perfect for? You need to go look up the Deadpool musical. It's like the, it's the dead the Deadpool did yeah Deadpool Disney musical. Yes, it is, it, it's great. <laughs> It's here on YouTube. Go check it out. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. So you could, that's something that references all of those movies and and absolutely should have Ryan Reynolds in it. Like he should he should do that like just because. <laughs> but yeah, so at any rate, I just wanted to bring reference to to like this 
I wanted to bring the, like that up. So I thought that was kind of cool. But Kang does look a bit weird in, in in the helmet. He almost looks like Star Lord if you're not looking right. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that looks more like it's one of his variants. Apparently, that's like that's that's like Kang from the comic books is how he looks in there. And I'm willing to bet that's like if you think I'm bad, wait till you see my variants. And there's one of them. Do you think that's the Kang that has taken over the ATS? Uh, the or the TVA or the TVA 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 there we go the time variant authority I uh, well I don't know because I don't think there is a Kang that's in in charge of the TVA right now because or well actually I don't, yeah no that's right because at the end of that Loki goes to this other world and there's a new statue and shit yeah I, I, damn ah uh, that depends on see that gets into a whole new idea of like what universe are we in like is is Loki in universe A versus this guy in universe B you know kind of thing. That, that's a good point. Yeah, we, we don't know where anyone is now. So I'm going to say yes, because right now I don't. we don't know where in relation to each other where each character is in the multiverse. So I'm going to say yes, this is probably the same Kang. But if that's the case, then we're going to then it's going to be leading into Loki. And that's going to get complicated. Like there, this is going to be one hell of a complicated movie is what I'm is what I think I'm getting at. I think that's it. I'm, I'm waiting to see how complicated Marvel are going to make it. Like they're hot. <laughs> they're whole into you. <laughs> we don't want that Scooby-Doo this crap line. You know what, Mr. Action? I did want that Scooby-Doo this crap line. <laughs> I liked that. Like, I don't know what your problem is, Mr. Meh. <laughs> it's because you hate whimsical things. You hate joy, Mr. Action. Yeah, you hate everything that is bright and chipper and loving, and you, you, you just... You, you are what you are... You're, you suck. No, I, I, I had nothing. I had nothing. You're a meanie, Mr. Action. That's what yeah. it is. You're a Debit Downer, okay? And, and, and you're, you're, your attitude, it just sucks, okay? <laughs> no rights for y'all. Oh, God. All right. I think on that note, it's about time to, to head out. I like good, wholesome... No, you don't, Mr. Action. We have shown you many good, wholesome things on this podcast, and you have never liked any of them. You always go, meh. The only thing that we have evidence you like is butts. Yeah, it, exactly. We know that you like uh, Wasp's butt. We know you like... Uh, what's her name? She-Hulk's butt. We know that you like Thanos' butt. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's all we know about you really is that you like butts so you know what <laughs> you know, i don't think you get a, i don't think you get a say on it <laughs> <laughs> we'll wholesome. call you when the mcu butt movie comes out like wholesome things <laughs> you like pain that's what you like mr action <laughs> <laughs> you like pain and suffering and you know what i was gonna save this for when for like a good a good day for, for a day when we get a, a specific amount of like shitty reviews or shit, but you know, Mister Action, you could shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank I'm you, just, Dave. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I found that out of context. I just thought that would be that'd be a really great thing for when I'm like, I have a bad, I particularly like, oh fuck you guys, I hate you. <laughs> But yeah, I think on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you guys for, for watching our Hawkeye review and our Spider-Verse reaction. Uh, the, yeah, this has been the Folk Entertainment Podcast number 145. Uh, 
Harrison, are there any plugs or anything you you've done in the last couple of weeks that you want to, anyone to go watch or go see? Um, so a couple of things here on this channel. Uh, we still want people to go and watch The Last Ronin. Uh, I am a splinter in that, and it's really fucking good. Um, also, I have kickstarted the uh, Resident Evil City of the Dead audiobook again. So with Welcome to Raccoon City coming out, come and listen to that. It is the book adaptation of Resident Evil 2. Uh, and I've done a few things to try and improve the quality, so it's a better experience for you guys. I, um, I did notice that myself. It actually looks really cool with the, with the extra, like, b-roll of like fire and like zombies and shit like that i, I like that yeah and so, so hopefully it's a bit, a bit of a nicer experience and i really love reading the books so we're going to carry on doing that um but that that's it from me for the moment all right and yeah like like he said uh go check out last ronin because it was a bitch to edit and it was really good and you know what's funny i'm actually casey jones in there so go check it out yes yes and like i reckon i was watching and i was like is that gilbert <laughs> I went to. I was like, yeah. "God damn!" Like, yes, yeah. If you guys are, if you ever notice that, you're just like, "Wait a minute!" That that guy who said, like, if you ever hear the, and you're just like, "Well, that sounded familiar." That's that's me. Everyone who dies in that in that uh, comic is me. <laughs> like every time I, you hear someone, yeah, you go, like you hear that. That's always me. It's a bit weird on. I was doing. Um, I've been doing some lines for the Russian comic book geek. Uh, I mm -hmm. will announce that when it comes out. But had similar thing. I was reading a comic and I was like, "This guy dies here," and it's not a line, but I will record some like, mm -hmm. just in case they need it. Yeah, and see, that's that's always that ends up like anytime you see someone like get stabbed or like cut or something like that, and I just need like a quick, like I'll just I'll just get him behind my microphone. I'll just do that for like a minute, just like different. And I'll just record that and put it in there. You gotta be real careful because otherwise you turn into Link from Legend of Zelda. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, no. Fucking if, if you're really not careful, you just turn into the Roblox kid. Just the, oof. Yeah, see, I was gonna say uh Kotor. You know how when you kill someone <laughs> like that horrible, like over exaggerated death. <laughs> Yes, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, so go check that out. Uh, check out our other podcasts uh, if you want to. If you want to check out our our last week's review of of you know Hawkeye and everything, then it's up right now. Um, and yeah, audiobooks. Go check those out. <laughs> at some point, like like I said, at some point, I promise you, I will be getting like now that now that school is over for me. Probably like this week, I'll be doing some video game stream. Like I'll either be doing like some Halo Infinite. Or I'll jump on here with uh, some like Star Wars games or something like that. Nice. But, but yeah, so just be on the lookout for that. And yeah, guys, like I said, thanks for watching. Uh, make sure you check us out next week. And if you like us, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, or not Facebook, uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, all that shit. And if you like me and Harrison, then follow us too. But yeah, that's going to be it for us. This has been Folk Entertainment Podcast. I am Gilbert. This is Harrison. We will see you. Bye. <laughs>